Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. A huge thank you to Neon, our favourite New Zealand streaming service, for making this season of Culture Vulture happen. Kia ora everyone! Kia ora! Kia ora! Welcome to a uh, socially distanced podcast. <laughs> a fucking lockdown episode. I did not think that during our Love Island viewing experience we would be doing a lockdown episode. I know, it's a little bit sad. Already had a fair share of technical difficulties. Fuck yeah. But we have got there. And I mean, anyone who is listening to my recording, especially I'm recording off my iPhone. So it might be a little bit different from recent weeks, but we'll get through it. We've gone back to our roots, haven't we? Nothing like a lockdown oh, to God. keep us humble. That's so true. We absolutely... Our podcast started in lockdown. I know. 2020. Oh. Throwback. Goodness gracious. Anyway, Ruby, this week, talk to me about it. Talk to us about it. Oh, okay. Yes. Well, I mean, as you all know, we're gearing up to the final and we will be coming back in your ears for the final episode. We'll have a full podcast dedicated to that, but there was just so much, I don't know, fucking juice that we have to get into from this week. It was a it was a big week. Um, yeah. Like every other week. It was my favourite week, I think. It was really wholesome. It was a good week. A lot happened. I just, I can't believe that we've only got, what, two more episodes left? I know family yeah. visits tonight. Oh, oh I can I'm excited wait. for that. But I feel but, like but, this week they all really gave good advice to each other. Everyone has matured so much over this eight week mm. period. It's crazy. Yeah, especially Toby. I mean, and he has on to have... MVP of the season, isn't mm. it? Oh, hell yeah. He he has grown and I'm so proud. It's like he's he was a child and now he's a man. We should actually do that in the final episode, like go through MVP of the season, like make some awards that we want to give totally. each of the Islanders. That's a very good idea. Okay, so <laughs> let's just get into it because buddy hell, we're on our lunch break. We gotta get back to work soon, so we're gonna get straight into it. Um we started with the fallout of Jake telling Lib that he loves her, and we touched on this last week it was very awkward and it definitely was kind of like Jake was backed into a corner and he almost said it to get out of this fight that him and Lib was having. Oh he I mean it really felt that way. I think we should start off just when we're talking about Jake and Lib kind of where we ended last week's episode in terms of like Jake is not inherently a bad person. The way that he acted no. on, on Love Island wasn't even as bad as what we've seen in in past years we are critiquing the behavior and and you know having a look at what it says about how humans are different but we are not in any way saying that Jake is a bad person for sure I mean I think it's been really interesting with Jake because I personally don't think he even understands that what he's doing is shady because he doesn't really want to look that deep like he was saying 
I don't want to go below the surface because I don't want to be making rash decisions. It's like, Jake, if you go below the surface, you won't make rash decisions. Absolutely. That was very illogical, I thought. But yeah, definitely loose. I think that that's a great caveat to make. Um, yeah, so carry on, Ruth. I'll and did you actually... Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yes, absolutely. Me being like, we... we I mean, I'm Jake's biggest critic, but I'm also like, he's a person and I don't think he's a bad person. No, and I think that we've seen this play out over this week especially. We've almost seen a slightly, I don't know, like, not even softer, just like... He doesn't get He it. doesn't see what's going on. Mm. And on that point where he's not... You know, it seems like he's done a lot for the cameras and we've definitely gone into that. But maybe, you know, we're realising maybe he is just probably not smart enough to do that. And that is actually sentiment that his dad um, came out and said to the media. His dad said, I can't remember the exact quote, but his dad was literally like, Jake is too dumb to have an angle. To be doing it for the cameras? Yeah. Like, literally. you about your own son? I know. It was a cruel way to go about things. But anyway, let's get into the content. So, Lib, um, you know, they had that moment upstairs. It all ends in, like, smiles and happiness. They said, I love you. Big, big whoop. Um, Lib goes down and instantly pulls the girls for a chat. And she is beaming. She's so excited. And as soon as she tells the girls, it is, like, so awkward. They all kind of just sit there in silence and obviously that is not the reaction that Liv was hoping for oh, um, I found that really heartbreaking obviously I was so proud of all of the girls because they really stuck to their guns and they didn't sort of like pander around the subject which was amazing but just if I was to put myself in Liv's shoes and you go down there and you say you know you know my boyfriend's just told me that he loves me and you're met with that reaction like holy fuck fuck that would be jarring I think it was interesting because here I am in my head thinking that's so naive of Lib to think that the girls were just going to be excited for her when of Mm. course they're going to react how they reacted but that's actually the epitome of gaslighting right she she in her right state of mind she would have been able to you know go down there and be like oh he told me he loved me but he did it in the moment like that's Obviously, he said it to get out of jail free. But when you've been gaslit and like so subconsciously, yes. like broken down, she almost she kind of lost herself, and she thought they were going to be excited for yeah, her. Yeah, it's like that in conjunction with genuinely being in love with someone, yeah, and wanting so wholeheartedly to believe that they love you back, and then that just twists shit in your head. Twisted, hey? yeah. Yeah, it was it was pretty awkward, and I think Chloe, um, she gave some really good advice. Mm, um, Chloe, she said yeah. to her, one of the quotes that I pulled was, "Do you think he's telling you what you want to hear?" And another one was, "Is it convenient that he told you?" So you know, they were definitely like I think the girls were really good in the way where they very much made it important that they loved Lib and this was not an attack on her, but they just really didn't want to be, like, disingenuous. Also, it's so funny to watch Faye shouting, but, like, shouting at Liberty, being like, I fucking love you, you're the most precious girl in this, like, shouting, but the words were so kind and so it was... Such a strange mm, juxtaposition of tone and content. Yeah, I actually found this whole scenario really, really interesting because I think it reflects a lot of real life friendships as well like in the sense that a lot of guys had done much worse to the other girls you know Liam well I mean whatever your definition is of what's bad and what's not it's subjective obviously but 
Liam cheated on Millie. I mean, Toby went through three different girls and then came back to Chloe. But I feel like because Lib is so sensitive and I don't even know, so caring and so giving and so open with her feelings that people feel like they, not that they have a right, because I think this is... They well. kind of almost have like a a higher, like a higher bar for like Jake to live up to than like for the other girls. Like I think if the other boys were, yeah, like you said, Liv, they... Um, yeah have done worse things, but just, because yeah. Lib is so genuine, he almost, Jake can't get away as much stuff as maybe the other boys have. Totally, because, but like, I, I also see it as like the other girls, I don't know, I think if I was in Liv's position, it would almost piss me off a little bit, but I know that they're coming from such a genuine place, but it's, they feel like they have a lot more right over commenting on her relationship than maybe right, yeah. she did on theirs. And I just find it interesting that everyone is so involved but, but in this. But is that, is that because, is that just their different personalities? Like, clearly from what we're going to get into with Faye, like, she clearly wanted people to be much more open with her in in her relationship. Mm. So I think, I mean, I I think, think that's just the different personalities. Them. Yeah, she definitely did involve them because she's so like freaking open with all of her emotions mm. and I think um, because they love her like when we were younger we would have pussyfooted around a lot of you know relationships that we saw maybe weren't good mm. but then when you get older or you look back at the way you could have handled that situation you're like actually to be a good friend I should have stepped in and said something there yeah and I think they are doing that in real time and I'm sort of glad they did say I'm, something. I'm definitely glad they did I just found it very interesting like the difference between the involvement in Lib's relationship versus the involvement in say Millie or Chloe's relationships and I don't think it's either good or bad I just think that that's an interesting yeah. thing to see it's probably because Lip's relationship isn't as good as Chloe and Toby and Millie and Liam's at this point I think because deep down everyone can feel that it's just genuinely wrong whereas with right, the yeah. others it was like you've had a rocky yeah, road and like, now it feels like the it's basis it. is is there mm. and is actually solid yeah, very, very interesting. Totally. Well, yeah, we saw Faye remove herself from the situation. She basically, um, her reasoning was that she didn't want to take away from the situation and didn't want to take away from Liberty's feelings. Um, however, she also didn't want to be, she didn't want to lie to her friend and tell her that she was happy for her when she wasn't. So I thought this was kind of a, even though it was a very interesting, I've never seen someone kind of do that and be so open and we know that Faye is so open. I thought that was a good growing moment mm. at that point for Faye because definitely taking conflict in a better route than she has previously. Totally, um, like safeguarding and then, herself and her, yeah. and she knows she's going to blow, so she just removes Totally. Herself. And I feel yeah. like that's and all we've been asking of Faye this whole time is like, oh, well, if she learns and she grows and she recognizes self-sabotage, then and it's like, here she is doing it in real time on camera, and I'm quite proud of her, even if it's just little moves. Totally. Like, it's moves. Absolutely, because what we love about Faye is that she does feel these feelings so, so, so deeply. Oh, which we see so much more of. Absolutely, and we're not asking her to stop feeling those feelings. It's just like, yeah, as you said, removing yourself from the situation mm. is how you then handle those feelings which is important totally 
Um, and then we saw Chloe also follow Faye and leave the conversation as well. And another another quote from Kaz in that scene was that, and I think she really hit the nail on the head with this one, was, I'm worried he said those words to you as a way of getting away from everything else so he doesn't have to face it and so it's brushed under the carpet. So I think they all kind of summed up their feelings really well there. Like it was, it did just seem like such a deflection to tell her what she wanted to hear and never like properly address what was going on. Mm-hmm. Um, Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. Obviously it was going to kick off. Toby was the one that pulled Jake for a chat and basically said that people were saying things that it wasn't, that people didn't find his, um, his words genuine. And he tells, he tells Jake that, yeah, it was kind of like a get out of jail free card. Um, and Jake gets like super angry. Like he walks away. Like, do you guys notice with his chest like puffed yes. up? Yes. Like he gets just like the stance and like he, he honestly he gets all like red in the face and it's honestly like he wants to punch something. It's like when you hurt his pride, he just mm-hmm. goes so hard on the defense that it's almost scary. It's like... I wouldn't want to cross him. The only person that could cross him would be Faye. She's the only one that could hold her own, I reckon, in a in a argument with Jake when he's like that. Is that when he takes off his voice recording thing yeah. and um, walks out? Takes off his shirt, doesn't he? Yeah, and takes off his shirt. You can see the sweat marks. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god, that's Jake. so funny. Oh, uh, and yeah, like Toby, fuck. Toby was really cute. Like he like followed him. Like Jake first goes into the bathroom and Toby like follows him mm. and is like, I'm just gonna wait out here. And then um Jake, yeah, yeah really beautiful. ends up leaving leaving the villa. And it was kind of like, you know, when you run away when you're a kid. Um, it kind of reminded yes. me of that. Um, Mama, yes. I'm running away from home. Yeah. And then you're just too embarrassed to come back and join the group. Yes. I know. Yeah. So, yeah, obviously he didn't leave for very long. And when he had calmed down a bit and comes back, he immediately goes up to Teddy and Toby and is basically asking them who's talking shit. Obviously, it's Faye and Chloe. They're significant others who are talking shit. But Toby, honestly, I think this is his biggest growing moment in the entire series. Yes. He, say it, Ruby. He yes, basically tells Jake right now that this isn't the biggest factor and reminds him that even though he's mad that Jake and Lib still have issues and that that should be his priority right now. Which, like, sorry, Toby's self-awareness to, even if he is protecting Chloe, to have an awareness to know that, Jake, that should be the priority. Like, fucking go, Toby. Literally. It was amazing. When we were watching this, Lucy and I were, like, high-fiving. We did. We got (laughs) up and we high-fived. And we just said beforehand, Jake asking who said it isn't the issue here. It's a defense mechanism. And then Toby took the words out of our mouths and said... Whoever said it isn't the problem. That's a defense. You and you and Lib are still having problems. And me and Lib were just like, how the fuck has he grown this much? Oh, honestly, it made me almost want to tear up. I was like, my baby. Oh, tear his clothes off. <laughs> <laughs> He's about to fly the nest. Yeah. Oh, my God. It was so cute. I just think, like, oh, Gosh, I am a ghost. I think that's the first time Lib's used it. Anyway, um... So, despite Toby telling Jake those really good words of advice, Jake pulls Lib, and obviously they talk things through, and she still ends up telling him that it is Faye and Chloe were the ones that kind of were talking shit. So then Jake pulls Faye for a chat, and Chloe comes over like, nah, like, I was part of this too. You can't talk to her alone. Like, I want to be a part of that. 
And I absolutely love that. Like, she's such a queen. And they kind of just tell Jake straight up that they didn't think he was genuine. It was actually better taken than I expected. They, he kind of... Yeah. Yeah, this was like a great example of conflict resolution, I feel. Like, I just admire Chloe and Faye so much with how straight up they are in a very, like, non-hurtful way Mm. here. The fact that they could all have a hug and be mates at the end of this convo when they've just sat them down and said, you're not genuine. Yeah. Is phenomenal. And, you know, good on Jake. He did actually take that so much better than expected as you said rubes he's gone through like this huge emotional rise and crash and god i don't know i feel like his emotions have stayed quite stable throughout yeah but throughout this like conversation you know he's like super angry Mm. about what's going on and then he goes to them and then you expect him to blow up but then he's sort of like okay yeah this is shit i need to work Mm. on myself like that was quite a quick turnaround i felt yeah, but. it was it was definitely, I mean, considering the big personalities within that chat, I was kind of like thinking it was going to go off. But it kind of, they kissed and made up afterwards, like you said, and it definitely seemed like Jake had taken on a lot of what they said. Although, I mean, at that point, it seemed like it, but maybe as we get further into the week, it definitely shows that there were still some huge underlying issues. But that's kind of that whole drama it was very much at the start of the week and then from then on Jake and Lib were kind of just saying I love you like willy-nilly it was as if Jake and Lib were they were good kind of like I thought I thought they were going to be good for the rest of the rest of the show and then basically either in the same ep or the next one I actually I didn't write that down but the boys have to prepare a three-course meal for the girls um, and during this event, Priya secretly yeah. tells the girls that she's gotten the ick for Brett, um, which is not the best timing because at the end of the dinner, they receive a text saying each couple have to vote for who they think is the least compatible couple. <laughs> so that was a bit awkward. Um, this was my ick of the week for sure. Um, was Priya? I felt the... Yeah, with Priya, I just felt the way that she went about this was really, really fucking high school. She wasn't thinking about Brett's feelings at all. I don't know. I she just was really, so mean. She was just mean. She like, was really I mean. Hated it. It's one yeah. of my she pe- based it off of cheese. I know. <laughs> Literally, she's like the thing is you. Your favorite cheese is Brie. He's like I don't even like Brie, and she's like well even worse. Oh, <laughs> like, she's a <laughs> bit of a nasty person. Well, yeah. I mean, I'm, and, I'm sure that wasn't her, you know, finest moment, but. Yeah, just mm, good. I think she got a bit excited. I don't really know. It just like she, yeah, she was really mean. She kept calling him boring. She kept saying she had the ick. Like, yeah, it was it was a bit nasty. Um, but basically, all the couples had to vote, and in the end, Priya and Brett got five votes. Lib and Jake, Mary and Aaron, and Teddy and Faye all got three votes. Um, and all of these couples were left vulnerable for the public to vote on the least compatible couple to go home. So following this vote, there were a lot of awkward conversations, most of them, including Faye. Um, (laughs) She definitely, I felt like she was almost trying to guilt trip people. Like she had an idea that people were voting for her and she was kind of like guilting them into, I don't know, feeling bad or like questioning themselves. I'm, I'm actually not sure. It just, 
it felt like not manipulative, but it was weird. I think it was really weird. I think Insecure Faye came out in absolute yeah. full force after these votes. I just really, it was really hard again to watch. You can almost see like something possess her. Mm, and yeah. I, I can see, I can absolutely see where she's coming from in the sense that like it did feel quite like a friendship vote from all yeah. areas. And that would be really gutting. Um, to sort of see that outcome but I don't think she was really listening to anyone then when they were trying to explain as to why they voted for her and obviously yeah it came down to the fact that most of those couples in there are actually very compatible and people really had to scrape the barrel for reasons as to why certain couples potentially weren't as compatible as others and obviously Faye and Teddy had a lot of content for them to sort mm. of pull from. and But that's not even what Faye was worried about. She didn't really mind, you know, that they'd voted her least compatible. It was more that her friends had not voiced that they thought they yeah. weren't compatible. And her biggest thing is, like, Honesty. people being open and honest. So, yeah, like you said, Liv, I can totally see where she was coming from. I do think you could see her insecurity speak yeah. louder than her, like, honest, yeah. you know, yes. thoughts. And that just happens with Faye. And yeah, it was quite hard to watch. And she just didn't understand that everyone had to vote for someone yeah. at the end of the day. 100%. For sure. And like, it wasn't, I think, yeah, as you were saying, she was getting very obsessive about why haven't you told me that you think we're incompatible? It's like, but they actually don't think you're incompatible. Mm. Like, they've got to find one reason for someone. And, like, to be honest, they were just more the easy targets with what had happened prior. And I think it's really interesting. We were talking about this with our flatmate, Luce and I, about, like, people's different communication styles and how she's just so blatantly honest all the time. And, obviously, you communicate with people how you'd, like, them to communicate with you and I feel like they don't do it back they to don't her. do it back to her but it's almost like she's got to realize that majority of the people in the world actually aren't like, aren't that. like that and I think it's amazing that she is but it's probably going to cause her a lot of frustration in her life if she expects that from other people totally so basically um everyone's voted and it's kind of like under under wraps at the moment nobody knows who's voted and a little sub drama as well i'm just gonna pop this in here really quickly basically brett finds out that priya's kind of been talking shit and he confronts her and then eventually she friend zones him and they take a really super awkward selfie together but that's kind of like sub drama that we don't really need to get <laughs> yeah, into yeah. um we don't really care about that yeah though. i mean as we're about to get into they've been and gone so when it comes to the vote, Priya and Brett go home. No surprises. And basically the episode ends where Priya pulls Faye aside and tells her that she thinks Faye and Teddy are super compatible and that essentially she didn't vote for them, which kind of narrows down Faye's list of people who she can kind of go after. And I hated that. Yeah, I, know. I really was like, snaky, snaky, snaky. I, like, why? You don't even know Faye. But okay, I'm in two minds about it because my first gut instinct was that snake why would you do that you're now throwing everyone else under the bus but then I'm sort of like oh okay well if you're leaving the villa and you feel like Faye deserves honesty then I mean like 
Fair enough. But she could have said the first half, I think you're really compatible if she was trying to be a friend to Faye. If she didn't want to add fuel to the fire, then she did not have to say, by the way, we didn't vote I for think you. she did want to. Yes, no, I know. That's yeah. why it's snaky. She was taking the fucking That's gasoline and putting it on. Yeah, absolutely. It mm. was so, it's hilarious because she knows exactly what Faye's going to react like. Hurricane Faye was going to come out. Um, and basically, that is exactly what happened. So, Faye narrows it down to it was Millie, Kaz, and Lib who all voted for her. And basically, she goes and they're all sitting by the fire pit talking about it. And Faye goes and plonks herself right in the middle and basically says, like, okay, guys, like, I'm gonna let you guys speak. Like, she just, she just goes into the fucking lines, dear. Like, it's it, that bitch has balls. Fuck yes, she does. And like, she does not oh give a God. shit that any of them are like, they're all like, what the fuck, Faye? Like, get over it. And she does not care. And then Teddy comes in too, which I really liked. I think it was good to see Teddy kind of them being a united front um, because we yes, haven't seen that so I loved much. Seeing, I loved seeing Teddy sort of going into bat, not for Faye, but because he also felt hard done by like when he went and one stood up for Faye and two then when he went and spoke to the boys on his own and he had the same issues as Faye had wherein they all cheered for him and egged him on to go and get Mm. back with Faye and no one voiced them being incompatible at all and I don't know if it's because they respect Teddy too much if they're scared of Faye I'm not really sure why they didn't or again because it was just a vote and they don't truly believe they're incompatible they just had to vote for someone, but to see Faye and Teddy taking the same line of argument was like, I never thought that would happen. <laughs> I know, it was quite almost jarring, yeah, but, but like, it, in a sort of mm. good way to see them um, fight for what they believed in together. Fight for their love. Fight for their love and for what other people think of their love. Um, but yeah, it was actually really sad seeing Teddy um, get upset, mm. I thought, and he... I just felt bad for him that he obviously now feels like the other boys are closer friends than he is with them. Um, But, I mean, it was quite an insight into the relationships, friendship-wise, in the villa. Yeah, totally. And I found myself, like, after this episode, looking more closely at how everyone interacted with each other and kind of almost, like, picking up on when maybe, like, Faye or Teddy weren't, like kind of as within the group and I and I don't I didn't like that it felt very weird to me because they have all like the boys and girls have been so close for the whole season so you know it was kind of sad seeing those cracks but yeah I think they definitely I think Faye definitely overreacted but then at the same time I kind of put it like if you guys had voted for me you know as being very incompatible with my boyfriend but had never ever voiced that to me I think you would naturally take that quite personally. Um, I know. Even even though it doesn't mean anything, like, in the scheme of things, like, it doesn't actually change your relationship in the slightest. You just kind of expect a certain amount of honesty from your friends. I don't know. So, like, I get where it was from. I think it's from. funny that you said Faye overreacted, whereas for Faye, this was more just... Faye reacted because it yeah. wasn't even as big as she had in the past. That's like true. it's almost a little bit on growth, the level of 
unshoutiness this had compared to because her what we've seen. Which is so yeah. far gone mm. with the other ones that like it's still a major overreaction, but like seeing it pulled back that bit, we're like, oh fuck, you know, but you've done well. I agree, <laughs> Ruby, that we should definitely tell you if we ever think that you're incompatible with your boyfriend because if we were to just vote, if we were to publicly jump I know, on the do mic, y'all have anything to say? <laughs> Imagine just on mic, yeah, well. Actually, I actually really hate yeah. him. <laughs> nah. He's okay for now, but look, if he tries to cross, if he tries to subtly gaslight you like Jake, we'll be having words. Yeah, thank you. Thank you, thank you, thank you. And then in the background, um, we also saw Aaron and Mary have a go at Kaz and Tyler, who voted for them, which, I mean, was kind of a bit of weird drama. Um, I think Aaron kind of bit off a bit more than he could chew and kind of didn't really realise what he was fighting for. They were more just kind of personally cut. That was so weird. Um, it really Because felt once like again, Kaz just knows how to handle herself. That situation really <laughs> felt like to me, you know, when like two people are brawling, I don't know, like because of a sports team or something and then everyone else just starts brawling as well because they're like oh well those people are fighting too like do you know what I mean it just felt very much like oh well this is the time to fight I'm gonna pick something out of thin air it was very funny um and also because we don't know Aaron very well that was just a very they jumped on Faye and Teddy's bandwagon it was like a strange introduction to his character it was very weird so basically before we get into the break I actually just really wanted to quickly pose a question who would you guys have voted for if you had to pick the least compatible? Brett and Priya across the board. Oh, I, yeah, B- Brett and Priya for sure. I almost think Kaz and Tyler. Yeah. I, like, I think, I know I'm oh, jumping ahead a little okay. bit, but with the rest of the week, I just really don't feel like, from what I've seen, that they have the chemistry of the other couples. Because I think even Mary and Aaron are actually pretty cute, especially in the unseen bits they kind of shine um i would have voted mm. brett and priya jake and lib no explanation <laughs> that's just who yeah, i would have voted for yeah jake and lib would have yeah, been in there too i yeah. agree i agree i think what about you rose i think it was interesting that nobody brought up for Faye and teddy their opposites attract like yes they have these huge big fights and they are very different but like i think Faye, if she had anyone that was more fiery it would just not work at all. She needs someone that is so calm, like Teddy, who can actually handle her. And I found that very interesting that none of the couples brought that up. So I think for me, it would it would have to be Priya and Brett and yeah, probably Jake and Liberty. Just because, I mean, we know what's happened. So I feel like I'm kind of like, I have to pick them. Did you think they were compatible... Like, at the point of the vote, did you think Jake and Libby were honestly compatible? I think they get along really well, but no, I I don't think that they're that compatible. I think they're almost, like, too similar. Yeah, I feel like their attachment styles are totally different. Mm. Like, Mm. yeah. I feel like I can't picture who Jake should be with at this point in his life, actually, but Libby just deserves the whole world. Yeah. For sure. I think Jake needs to work on himself a little bit before his next relationship. Mm. I don't think he will. Mm. And on that note, let's hear from our sponsors. If you guys are listening to this and thinking, fuck, I want to watch along, you can. Neon is our favourite New Zealand-based streaming service, not just for Love Island, but for shows like Euphoria and The Handmaid's Tale too. Oh, for when you're trying to fill in those gaps before the new episode of Love Island. And the best part is you can get a 14-day free trial to test it out. That's two free weeks of Love Island, and we can guarantee... 
at that point, you will be hooked. And none of this would be possible without Neon, who let us chat about Love Island as part of our job, which is the best fucking thing ever. Oh, thanks, Neon. Shot, Neon. Over the next episodes, we get a hilarious baby episode, um, which all the boys, I think that this is honestly my favourite episode of all of the boys as a collective this entire season. It was amazing to kind of see them stamp on traditions and be so paternal, whereas the girls were very much like, no, fuck no, I don't want to deal with this. Uh, it was yes. it was really cute. Um, oh yeah, I thought it was so sweet. I, and the girls really played up their personalities for the camera. Like, yeah. I just... When Faye disappears did. into the closet. <laughs> she just runs away. Oh, yeah, the and, closet scene was great. Oh, great and Teddy just back. chases her. Like, that's what they love. They thrive on that, like, jokey... Like, they thrive on the jokiness, and they also thrive on Teddy watching Faye be emotional towards other people. Like, I that's know. their two winning things. Anyway, back to the baby. <laughs> yeah. That's their two winning. Yeah, they did the faves, aren't they? Um, we also saw Mary and Aaron be voted to go home. There was a really, really cringe talent show that I actually, I had my <gasps> hands over my ears the entire time. Like, I couldn't. No, Millie's, <laughs> Millie's piano was the highlight of Love Island for me. And, <laughs> and, and Jake was, was blowing in the wind. Jake was like, I almost had a tear. Like, like everyone thought it was and so good. And it was good. the worst <laughs> pianoing. It was like a five-year-old's recital, but she was so, like, so she's cute. so cute. But Chloe was laughing. It's like, <laughs> could none of them tell? I'm wondering that that wasn't good. I don't. I don't or know. Had Millie just... said, "I'm. I don't play piano, but I'm going to learn something for the recital because that would have been fine." However, then Liam said, "That's what made him fall in love with her." And I saw a tweet that was like, "Liam be looking at Millie like she's Alicia Keys." <laughs> <laughs> Those close-ups of his face were priceless. No. The love in his eyes was something oh else. My and we're God. putting some memes up of this on shit you should care about because there's too many good memes of people imposing Millie into other it scenes of so Love Island. Funny. Being like, so glad they got Millie to pop into this scene. I might actually hire her for um, your wedding room. Oh, yeah, no, I'd appreciate that. I mean, I wonder <laughs> because, like, I mean... Maybe. This only just came to my head and I have no idea. But because I haven't been able to listen to music for probably like the past eight weeks, I wonder if that was actually really fucking good for them. <laughs> just like any sort of melody. They're like, oh my God. Like when you haven't had it's an orgasm in a while and it's like the, the smallest thing can just like set you off. Oh my God, Lucy, you <laughs> would take it there. Fuck yeah. <laughs> That's actually a really good outside of the box point. Oh, also... <laughs> Faye's roast was the most uncomfy oh thing I've God. ever watched. Hate, 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 hate and it, it just got really brushed over, which I'm so glad because I didn't want to dwell on it. And I don't really want to dwell on it now. So if y'all have things to say, just quickly say them. Oh my no, God. I don't have no. anything to say about that. I do think, though, no, when Teddy did his rapping, I'd put my hands over my ears. I was like, you're oh. sweet, but this is so cringe. Oh, I, just, I liked the rap. Yeah, I just, I found it cute. I don't know. I think that I low-key loved cringe shit like this because I'm just like bless yourselves for putting yourselves out there like I think because they're all quite like cool calm collected they want to come across like that right but when they let these 
really cringe side of themselves come out. I really like it, but... And when Millie said she no longer cringes at Liam singing, because <laughs> she obviously loves him now. Also, Toby and Aaron's football <laughs> skills were awful, even though they were really good. That was very funny. And Liam's singing was off-key the whole time. But his face was his little smile. He was loving it. Oh, the, the talent show was hard. Oh, and Jake and... Jake and Liberty doing Greece. Oh, yeah. oh. oh. Let's just not. <laughs> okay. Lib looked hot as fuck, though. Yeah. Oh, my God. Well, she always does. Um, anyway, mm. um, we also started going into the four remaining couples' final dates. But, I mean, let's get to the real drama of the week, which was basically the Jibbity split. Which sounds really funny to say Jibbity. I've just started kind of using that, and it sounds really random. But anyway... So, basically, right when we thought that Jake and Liberty were, like, kind of on the up again, they really fell apart. So, it was really set up well in the start of that episode. Like, just by, like, putting in all these little moments that to any, like, Mm. outside person, it would have been nothing. But showing just, yeah, Jake, honestly, just keep making little digs and... Showing, like, those moments where you could really see something was on Liberty's mind. Like, she was just kind of sitting there. She wasn't very chatty. I think it just really set it up really well to kind of show what was actually going wrong. Yeah. Because we've kind of talked about this before, where, like, sometimes it can be hard to... Because nothing huge is happening, it can be hard to grasp and put a tangible thing that is happening that is actually feeling like it's going wrong. Absolutely. And that kind of still happened. Like, she really had to grasp onto when he called her messy because it was, like, the one, like, tangible, actively, he said he got the ick from her being messy. And in my head, I was like, fuck, like, that is what she's using time and time again to explain what's made her feel so shit. But it's not that. It's the accumulation of all the little things that we as viewers have seen because we've had a one-hour cut-down of all the sort of moments that he's been a bit of a piece of shit to her. And she just had to cling to the one sort of, like you said, Ruby, tangible Mm. moment. But to Jake, that was the only thing he did wrong? Yeah, absolutely. It's just so, so, so frustrating because I can imagine, say if this wasn't televised and she was a regular girl trying to tell her friends about the breakdown of her relationship, it would seem really menial and trivial. And I hate that for Lip because what she felt is so valid. Everything that he did was very slippery. Mm. It wasn't, as you said, you couldn't grasp it. And so she's just left with these tiny little insignificant details, but they actually paint this much broader picture. And I I find Mm. that really upsetting for her because that's hard to deal with. And normal people would let that sort of chip away at your confidence. But actually with Lib, it built her confidence and to be like, no, I love myself more than this. Like she didn't let it ruin her she didn't stay long enough for it to ruin her as i'm sure you're about to get into. i know well i mean the fact that she's only 21 like it's such i mean the way that she's held herself is such a testament to her character and her maturity like she has honestly been amazing me and my flight were saying that she's probably one of the best love island contestants we've seen it like throughout the history of the show like she's been incredible so basically what happened was Kaz and Tyler go out for their final date. Um, 
and kind of after them, Lib leaves the front door of the villa and goes around the corner and she is just kind of crying. And like like you guys said, there was nothing significant that happened right before that moment. Um, but Faye finds her and Liberty basically says that Jake doesn't love her for her and that she doesn't want to change who she is um, for him. Yeah, she basically can't keep doing this. Um, so eventually she goes and chats with Jake and what I found so shocking is how quickly he just let it go. Like he was literally, he did not fight at all. Oh, he didn't he was fight. Like, well, like kind of just like, yeah, I guess that's it then. I, and I feel like that's one of the worst feelings in like a relationship breakdown is when you kind of lay things out expecting that there'll be some sort of pushback and when there's not it's just like oh wow like that's that's what you think that's what you think of me like that was way too easy for you and it was really interesting because during that chat like you said robes lib said she didn't want to change herself because she is a wonderful wonderful human and and she shouldn't jake also said well, I'm not changing. I'm not changing for anyone, ever. And and it means two completely different mm. things. It's like, Lib's not changing because she has strong values and she knows who she is. Jake's not changing because he's mm. too proud to look at who he really is and, and, and make any positive changes. Like, it's two very different, I'm not changing for anyone. But in Jake's head, he'll see it as the same thing, which is, again, so frustrating. Mm. Like, I would find Jake as next very, very frustrating. Mm. Um... But yeah, I felt, one, sad for Lib that he didn't fight for her, but also so, so, so yeah. happy he didn't. Because Sad. I feel like he could have potentially weaseled his way back in, and he didn't yeah. even try. Also that Liberty let Kaz go and have her date. But, like, she would have been wanting to break down before Kaz and Tyler went on their date, right? But she mm-hmm. waited until Kaz and Tyler left, and then went outside, and... And can we talk about how good Faye mm. was with Lib? Oh. I mean, I'm sure the producers sent her outside because, like, why else would she have randomly walked around the back? I kind of think that might have been a little bit set up. But the way that Faye reacted and held Liberty, even though they'd had that little tiff where they said, where Faye said they weren't friends, it's like this was so much bigger than that. And exactly. Faye just looked mm. after her. I think it was so funny seeing Faye be so not maternal with the baby and then when it comes to Lib who she obviously sees as like a younger sister she was Mm. like a mama bear Mm. and it's like see Faye you you are like a beautifully um you want to look after people I think you can be like that without wanting a child though like oh definitely I just think that Faye I hope that she acknowledges that side of herself and I think like if, like, Jake had fought for it, 100% Liberty. Liberty was almost, like, setting it up for him to be able to say the right things and then get back together. I don't think it was completely over in her head um, initially. I think if Jake had fought for it, they could have gotten back together. And Liberty had it so right. Like, you know, she... she she knew that he wasn't, he didn't love her. And like, even like, I didn't, I thought, I thought he would fight for it, but he didn't. He just literally like, let it go. And I love that she never yeah. put it on herself. She was never no. like, this is my fault. She like, never did that, which is a really hard thing to do to not think that it's something you've done. Especially when you're in the midst of it. She, 
saw it mm. with such clarity, which was yeah. amazing. She's fucking incredible. <laughs> Honestly, <laughs> like, like she's <laughs> just amazing. Yeah, no, she is. Yeah, and I think um, the fact that she she made it so clear that she had found love in her in herself, um, and like that that was the priority was Aww. like a really good message, and like go Love Island. I think that was the deepest Love Island has ever yeah. got. Like, she brought it to a whole new level. Yeah, and so... That's that's actually something I did want to say, was that through all the, you know, critiques and the bad things that we've been saying about the fact that Love Island is even still on air, I think this was such a beautiful thing to show to young women or young people watching across the country. Like, someone who respects themselves that much who can love themselves even in a relationship where they're not feeling love back. Like, she kept talking about self-love being the most important. And and not that it outweighs or changes any of the, like, difficult stuff to watch. I just think we don't often see that in reality TV. That was like seeing a therapy session or a chat with your big sister. And I think that's so great that it was aired. I feel like this is one of the only spaces where you actually see real-life relationships unfold in all the intricacies like involved in them we you know every other depiction of relationships that we get is usually fictionalized Mm. or it's secondhand perspective it's very unique thing to be able to look into the lives of these people and i think that that is something love island has really taught me yes Mm. is so much about like communication communication styles like everything like that self-worth and how to nip it in the bud when it's not it's not right. And doing this podcast doing this podcast with you two has made me like honestly be so much more aware, self-aware, like learning so much. Talking to you two like once a week only about this, only about relationships, which usually I wouldn't give a shit to sit down and talk about. Like you guys know that. I really don't give a fuck. But talking about Love Island and these people who I now feel like I know and digging into their lives, but in a really, like, sympathetic and, like, nice kind of way has felt like I've just learnt eons. I know. Is that yeah, what I said? Yeah. yeah. I, I agree. I agree. Anyway, Ruby, bring us back to Love Island world. Uh, well, yeah, I mean, you've hit the nail on the head there, but they they decide to still go on their final date um, and on that, they decide that they're both going to leave the villa together. Um, and this was really sad. I mean, me and all my flatmates watched us together and we were very much crying. Um, I was crying. Yeah. And I just think the way that the girls I was reacted. She <laughs> was not crying. Lucy Stone Cold bitch. Um, yeah. But it was just, it was really beautiful. I definitely, I mean... Jake, I wish him all the best, and I hope that he he's ready for what is going to probably come when he gets out of the villa. I think, you know... I'm so terrified yeah. for that, actually. If you're listening to this, please just either don't say anything or send some nice messages. I don't yes. know. Like, he's had a pretty rough run as well yes. recently. I mean... Yeah. Yeah, God... We need to remember to be kind yes. always. Yeah. But um Liberty, it was it was so sad seeing her go. And I think it was it definitely was so the best decision for her. I think it would have felt a bit ingenuine if they had stayed. Um 
but totally mm. i was so scared that when they did go on that last single date that somehow they'd end up getting back together i was like don't go on the date but then thank god she really stuck her ground you could tell that her wool was straight yeah. back up mm. um and that was that. And and can we just quickly talk about Faye and Teddy's date where they um, oh my God, told so each other awkward. they loved each other? Or oh, Teddy told yeah. Faye? No, okay, that wasn't yeah, awkward. Yeah, there was some great romantic pockets. <laughs> that wasn't awkward, but the way they were just like standing like waist deep in this um, pool and Teddy still had his shirt on. <laughs> Oh, did he? Yeah, yeah Teddy still had a shirt on. And it was just so funny because we didn't get shown them getting in the pool. And I just, they were just yeah. thinking, like, how did they clamber down? Like, it would have been so funny to to witness. But it was quite beautiful, yeah, the whole I, setting. I thought their conversation was the most genuine conversation I'd heard on one of those really manufactured dates. Uh, and then we saw Liam and Millie's, which was also great because Liam sort of makes everything quite comfy. Yeah. But I thought Teddy and Faye would just... So uncompromisingly honest. And Faye was lost for words, which we have never yeah, seen before. She, she couldn't he, look when, at him. She was, like, so nervous. When he asked her to be his girlfriend and she just was laughing, like, uncontrollably, like, really happy, like, you, like, like she couldn't get the words out, which oh. I think means something for Faye. I just thought She's that was right so man. beautiful. Yeah. Oh, yeah. that's so cute. God, I've really oh. changed my tune on this so much. <laughs> You've gone in, like, swings and roundabouts oh, with him, but look. I have. I but mean, there's still time for another one. <laughs> there is. We're still I know. Well, <laughs> tomorrow, well, tonight, actually, we get to meet the parents, which I am a bit nervous for that. Um, As am I. Yeah. Just because I, I want them to, to be thinking as we think about Faye. But I'm not sure when it's your own son. That will be very interesting. And I just find it so interesting to see people's parents. I like, know. where do they come from? Totally. You know? I know. I know. Like, what are they like them? Does it make sense? Does it not make sense? Um, I know. But, yes. I mean, I guess we've kind of gotten our X of the week out of the way. Um it was definitely like a bit of prayer was involved. Um, she was kind of actually yep. my main one in terms of ick vibes. Yeah, mm. and, and then there was a little bit of Jake ick for me, but that was sort of overcome by extreme love for Liberty and the way the whole situation ended. So don't feel any really bad blood towards that as long as Lib's happy. No. And my quote of the week, not to just jump the gun, <laughs> was... Um, on the dinner date, I mean, there was a lot because there was so much good dialogue, but on the dinner date when Millie is trying to explain what an aphrodisiac is to Liam and, it's, oh and he's like, no, it's asparagus. And she's like, no, is it an aphrodisiac? And he's like, it's asparagus. <laughs> that like, was great. That was so great. I love Liam's little, like, when you really see he's actually quite young. Very young. He is. Um, bless his soul. Well, my quote of the week, we've actually, Ruby already sort of touched on, was when Toby told Jake what was up. My quote of the week, I mean, and we've touched on this as well, but when Bria was talking about Brett and giving her the ick, and, he's, and she said, he said something really boring, like his favourite cheese was brie. And I just <laughs> thought, who the fuck are you? And what kind of... Like, what the fuck? <laughs> What the fuck? And then, and then when um, he was like, okay, well, you can have a cheese board and wine and I'll have tea and a biscuit. And I was like, Brett, you're actually too good for her at this point. <laughs> yeah, I just found that 
said because it was like he's obviously not the most confident guy out there or like externally perhaps but she was just cutting him down oh as soon as as, no it was as soon as um she found out he'd never been in love she treated him like an infant yeah i think she got really self-conscious yeah and self-consciousness and just a little bit of love for brett um i saw his social media was being run by his twin brother and his brother decided to he made a post and he was like i should be talking about brett and everything that's happening on love island but i know that brett would really want me to talk about issues going on in the world and then posted um resources and information about afghanistan and everything that's happening there which i thought was really like a great testament to his character and um I think we definitely didn't get to see that side of Brett um, on the show. So it was cool that that got to come out. That's really cool, yeah. So who do you guys think now? I mean, this is our final prediction of who's going to win. Well, okay, guys, order them. Order them and who we want to win or who we think. Who you think will win, like fourth, third, second, first. I want to do who I want to win. Okay, who do you want to win? I want oh my God, to win so bad. Uh, yeah, I don't <laughs> Mom. Well, because I want Faye and Teddy to win, right? That's what my heart is saying. But, like, logically, they're not going to, are they? Because no. they're so divided. And when there's divi- division, you're just going to mm-hmm. vote for someone else, Yeah, you know? Yeah, super polarizing, aren't they? I fucking chloe and toby to win but they also might not yeah i think my ultimate would be chloe and toby um i think that realistically uh liam and millie are gonna win yeah totally i think i'm the same with you rubes i would love chloe and toby to win but yeah millie and liam definitely seem to be the front runners mm-hmm. i do definitely think that kaz and tyler are not on the same level they're just the not there three yet eh? like I don't know, they don't seem to know each other as well. Like, I mean, they're both, like, lovely with each other. Mm. But just don't feel that spark. Mm. Yeah, no. And and I'm the same. I think Liam and Millie will win. But Faye and Teddy is like, if they win, I'll be screaming. I don't know (gasps) why. I just love them. I know. It's kind of where, like, you're torn because you know that you, like, shouldn't. Like, logically, you shouldn't. But, like, you just can't help what you feel. I know, and, and you guys should really come and put your predictions in our Love Island channel and our Discord server. The link's in our bio. And also, I mean, we always say it, but we have to thank Neon because they let us do this for one of our jobs. We have many jobs, but this is one of them, and it's fucking cool. It's so Absolutely cool. And if you want to... spending this Monday with you gals. I know. It's like our, our last Monday, our second to last episode. If you want to watch... The After Sun or any of the unseen bits, you can also watch them on Neon. Thank you so much. And thank you, ladies, for being here with me today. And a huge thank you to Tina Tiller from the Spinoff Podcast Network, who isn't producing this today, but is editing it for us. So we love Such that. Such a queen. Um, we'll see you guys very soon, actually. Sooner than a yes, week's time. Sooner than you To chat about the final. Bye, everyone. Bye. Bye. Hold up. 
Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details.